Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Pamela Banks. Our guest today is Christine Hansen. She's going to share with us the components of her role as the National Association of Realtors Vice President of Advocacy. Christine is the broker owner of Century 21 Hanson Realty in Fort Lauderdale. In 2018, Christine was the state president for Florida Realtors, and in 2019, she was recognized by that association as the Realtor of the Year. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. This year, Christine's new position is part of the National Association of Realtors Leadership Team. Christine, service is in your blood. We know you're very busy, so we are honored that you are here to join us today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Pamela. I really appreciate having the opportunity to be here and just kind of share some great stuff with our members. So thank you. You're very welcome. You know, we all know that advocacy is so key and so vital to our organization. Tell us exactly what is your role as the Vice President of Advocacy for the National Association of Realtors? Thank you so much. So the main role, I believe, of the Vice President of Advocacy for NAR is really to be able to not only be part of the leadership team, uh, but also to work with the Realtor Party Director, which this year is Pete Koff. He's doing an amazing job. And to also work with our RPAC and traveling team. So there's many different components that kind of build up not only the Realtor Party, but the RPAC part of NAR. And so it's really to be able to ensure that members understand and know all the different things that NAR has been doing with regards to advocacy. And then also there's definitely the ask that they invest in their future and in their industry and be able to help us, you know, be the realtor champions that we continue to be. So you mentioned something about making sure that our members know what the National Association of Realtors is doing. So can you maybe share with us what are some of the key areas that NAR is focused in as far as advocacy is concerned? Absolutely. You know, some of the things that we're focused on at this point, it's really come to light, especially during these times, is the relationships that NAR has with legislators. We've been able to actually work with Congress. When the first CARES Act was rolling out, realtors weren't even considered. We weren't even part of it. The independent contractors would never have been able to at least even try to get any kind of relief, but because of the relationships that, you know, our NAR staff and members have built up through the years, we were able to have those conversations as far as what type of relief realtors need, what type of relief our customers and clients need, and then, of course, you know, industry as a whole. Um, The other thing that they're also focusing on now is because of what's going on, uh, lenders have now been tightening their guidelines and making it much more difficult for buyers to be able to actually obtain financing. And so our conversations have been sharing and explaining that right now is not the time to tighten and to be fearful, but to allow the economy of the real estate business to be able to move forward. There's so many other things, but I think for advocacy, it really truly is right now utilizing those relationships to be able to make make sure and ensure that every realtor 
has success moving through this and that our customers and clients are able to succeed in, in their desires to buy and sell property. And that's our main focus. You know, I, I realize relationships. I think as the Women's Council of Realtors, we are a relationship organization. So we understand it's key to our success. So building relationships is so important. And, you know, I was on a, uh, another Zoom today talking about the lenders and uh, their requirements and FHA and how things are changing. So I certainly appreciate that NER is going to bat for us as well as our customers. And that's so important. I know that um, we've seen a little bit of a slowdown right now with buyers, and I think the lenders are seeing a lot more refinancing. So what do you think, Christine, as far as the next three months, uh, what are we going to see with with the lenders? Are we going to see a little more tightening, or do you think they will listen to us and, and try to keep the ball rolling with real estate? Um, that's a really great question. It, you know, what I think that the lenders are making these decisions based on fear that, you know, if people are able to do forbearances or um, if there's going to be a huge run of foreclosures, that there's a lot of them that aren't going to be able to tackle th- those financial responsibilities. But right now, everyone is working on how to avoid that, how to make sure that they're able to give some kind of relief to people who have always paid their mortgages and want to continue to pay their mortgages, but just need a little bit of relief now. And also, you know, those that maybe are in a situation where they want to be able to purchase a property, but because of this, you know, there's some credit challenges. I do believe that everybody understands and knows that real estate is such a huge component of the whole entire economy. And it's so essential right now that we continue to move forward and and help our economy get back on its feet, that we're really trying to work with the lenders now to make some really good decisions. So as we move forward through this, everyone will be able to see recovery. And, And that's our hope and wish, you know, whether they listen, I don't know, but that's absolutely one of our top priorities and our focuses of that. Well, part of the issue is listening. So hopefully they are listening. And I know that with a trade organization as large as the National Association of Realtors, we speak volumes. So I'm pretty sure that uh, the staff that is working alongside and our leadership team is really getting their ears. So thank you so much for that. You know, being a national leader comes with a lot of things to do. So, and you you have a role to play. What is it? you think? What is the job of a national leader? I believe the true role of a national leader, and you've mentioned this, really is to to listen. You don't know what is your priority or what you're supposed to be focusing on unless you're able to listen. And listening to your members, listening to the industry, listening to what the economy is saying. I know this year's leadership team, I, uh, Pamela, I cannot tell you how proud and how amazing each member of this leadership team is. Vince Malta as president, he gathers information, he listens and he focuses on, okay, what's the best outcome? And he looks at if there's ripple effects. So we're not making huge decisions that temporarily may be good but then six months down the road or, or a year down the road, we're dealing with consequences. So I think being a leader is really making it where you're able to not make it about yourself, but to really make it about, okay, maybe I thought things were going to be a certain way, 
but obviously things have changed. So what is it that we need to do to really serve our members? And I can tell you each one of the leadership team that I serve with, they're phenomenal and I'm just honored to be part of that. Well, you are no slouch yourself, young lady. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you bring so much warmth and inspiration to so many people that you touch. And to have you up there being a national leader, and, you know, Vince Malta is one of those people. I actually was at a meeting with him in New Jersey. I'm sorry, New York. And he went around to every table and spoke with them. And I sat at a table where he just approached the people. And they were like, we can't believe you just came up to say hello to us. So it is being approachable. It is listening. And I love what you said. It's not about you. It's about the members. And that you definitely are that type of leader. So Thank you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. And we have worked together. So it's been fun to watch (laughs) you grow. And I'm sure you could give a little tidbits on me as well as we're all learning as we go. It's, it's absolutely true. You know, it's, it's funny because, you know, being a leader, you need to also be vulnerable. You need to be able to know that you don't know everything and you do have to be willing to grow and to learn. And I have, fortunately, I have a lot of wonderful friends that will counsel me. And, you know, if I'm doing something and it's, it's not the right direction, I'm open to have someone say, hey, you know, you need to dial it back or you need to refocus because we all, we, we're not perfect. And so it's, it's okay as long as you're willing to be open and listen and and change. Well, and I, I also agree with you on that. And I think that timing is everything. And the team that's in place right now, I can't think of a better team mm-hmm. to really work through the difficulties and the issues of the road ahead, uh, knowing that they're doing the best they can to make sure that the destination that we reach is something that makes us our organization even stronger. I could not agree with you more completely. That's why you know, when we talk about realtors and how they can take an active role, when things are going really, really well, a lot of times realtors will say, things are going great. You know, we really don't need to like invest in our pack because we, you know, things are great. And then when things get really tough, they, you know, hey, it's really hard for me to give right now. I really can't invest in our pack. Well, I can just share and tell you, it's really like insurance. It's a delicate balance from the National Association of Realtors. We are being so delicate about talking to and asking members Mm -hmm. to invest because we really understand the hardships that a lot of people are are having to undertake right now. But on the other hand, it's, it's an election year and we must elect realtor champions because all of the stimulus money and all of the things that are being worked out now, down the road, they're going to be looking for avenues and ways to get that money back. And I hate to say it, but you know, real estate and, and our industry is low-hanging fruit for them. Mm-hmm. We must have realtor champions that are going to safeguard our industry. Otherwise, every realtor could be paying a lot more than just a small investment that they would give at this point. So it's a delicate balance. But, you know, it's, it's one that I definitely, truly, with all my heart, believe is the best investment you could ever make in your future career as a realtor. They say that if you're in real estate, you're also in politics. And I truly agree with that because we do need those champions, just like you said. And the first place to start is make sure that you're registered to vote. That's, Absolutely. You know, that's the most important is get out there and vote. And I know that... NAR does send out some information about different candidates. Florida Realtors does as well. 
So these are really helpful to us uh, as members of the National Association of Realtors. Um, the other thing that to point out to that is the fact that it's Realtor Purple, and you may have been going there, <laughs> but yeah. you know we the Realtor Party, the RPAC starts and ends with Realtor. It's Realtor issues and what's best for the consumers and what's best for the industry. So we truly don't see the D or the R. We see the Realtor Party, and that's so important for people to understand as they you know decide and choose to invest. Well. Major investors out there, we love you. We love all of you that give, even if you give a little bit. And yeah, this is a kind of a difficult time and, and I do get it. However, coming out of this, I think that we're going to need to be active more than ever to see any kind of results. So that's really what it's all about is staying involved, staying active and knowing what's going on so that you too can take action. Right, Christine? Oh, completely. Absolutely. You know, knowledge is key. And, you know, even just the calls for action, those are so important. And, and you know, for the Women's Council of Realtors, you know, you all are amazing. The amount of members that you have that are so engaged, it's impressive. And it's just very, very appreciated by so many. Thank you so much. You know, it's been a pleasure to talk with you, Christine. I know that you have a lot of advice to give. Can you share with just a bit of advice that you would like to do, give our listeners before we conclude? Well, thank you. I, I think the biggest piece of advice right now is just to be mindful that we are having a lot of changes thrown at us and just to go back and practice that self-care. Each and every one of us needs to be able to just take some time and to focus on how we're feeling and making sure that we are okay. You know, you've heard me so many times, uh, Pamela, say you can't give what you do not have. And so please just, just be mindful of the time that you need to spend just for you. It's healthy and it'll help you be the best version of you to everybody else. So, you know, just practice self-care and look for those opportunities because they're definitely out there. Great advice. This podcast is a wrap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors. Leaders made here. 